Orb presents Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. We're back, baby. Yeah. Not just after the delay of waiting for this movie, but also waiting for the strike to end. Yeah. Uh, Jackson and Doc considered it struck work, so Mm -hmm. we acquiesced to their wishes. Uh, But we've had it. We've watched it. I've watched it twice uh, straight, once Mm -hmm. with the commentary. Uh, We're here to talk about Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. Yeah, the uh, DVD special that was released this summer here in 2023, uh, tying up the nearly 20-year run of this show. Yes, uh, and does it? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like It does. It's This it, is a banger. This rules. It fucking rules. It made me missed up, like, uh-huh. watching it, uh, not only because it has a lot of heart, you know, mm-hmm. heartstring pulling moments, yeah. but just my boys did it. Yep. You know, they, they, they did it. This is a satisfying end. Uh, very surprised they pulled this out, mm-hmm. uh, the way they did. Uh, they're very proud of this. They should be very proud of it. Yeah. Um, I like it more than I like Venture Brothers season seven, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the, the opening trilogy. Right. Um, yeah, they did. They did a great job. They really did. Ugh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm so happy to be able to talk about it. Me too. Um, and you know, like, like listening to the commentary and all of that, like hearing them reminisce, you know, just this, 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 this culmination, you know? Yeah. Bittersweet. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, you know, it feels great. Yeah. Um, there. Um, high recommendation. Yes. The, uh, this, this picks up right away. Yes. Uh, after this, uh, three days after the events of the the very not very good episode, the Safrax Protocol, right? Uh, with uh, I did a season. I rewatched the series with Liv mm-hmm. uh, on the way up to the movie, so I watched the the whole series with her since we did the show. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, generally same things I thought when we did the podcast were true. Mm-hmm. Uh, real weird that it ends on that monarch stuff. I know, right? The Safrax Protocol uh, doesn't pay <laughs> off here. I don't know what they're when they talk about their plans for season eight. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem like they had a lot of things they were playing to do with Monarch. No. They keep talking about other people. Uh-huh. Uh, but we sure did spend, you know, 20 or 60% of that episode mm-hmm. with uh, that guild ritual. Yeah, um, Right after that, which doesn't really matter. But what does matter is Hank is on the run. Right. Uh, and Ventec is in trouble. That is new to this, mm-hmm. uh, but it's great. Yeah. So that plot's uh, good. The Monarch is unable to arch Rusty until these DNA test results are back. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, is he family? Um, and uh, because of this, he impulsively joins this rival antagonist organization called Arch that is led by the mysterious Mantilla, uh, who also happens to be his ex-girlfriend, Debbie. Yes. Uh, named after a Spanish uh, gauzy scarf. Hmm. Um, Adult Swim renewed the Venture Brothers for an eighth season in 2018. And then canceled in 2020. Right. Um, they're right in the middle of pre-production. Uh, they had several scripts uh, written and turned in several in the pipeline. Yeah. There. Yep. Uh, they had a whole season eight planned. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to scrap everything and figure out what they could, you know, put into yeah. this. <laughs> it was it was even worse than that. They had to scrap everything thinking, okay, well, we're just never going to get a chance. Then they got approved for this movie. And it's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. What can we what can we use for this? Right. Um, and they had to throw out a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they packed what they could of season eight into this. Um, the season eight, as it was, uh, we get little tantalizing hints 
yeah. as to what that would have been. Um, Hank would have been on the road the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot with uh, Debbie and Arch would have just been several episodes long, like a little miniature arc. Um, there would have been a lot of other little subplots. Uh, mm-hmm. I love uh, Colonel Gentleman's dog show with uh, Billy, like a John Wick, yeah. uh, finding you know, Mishka, uh, dead, Misha dead, and then going on to the dog show circuit. I would have uh-huh. killed to see that. Uh, also, uh, they would have dealt with uh, the old Guild Sovereign, Force Majeure, mm-hmm. showing up, who their dream voice actor was Matt Berry. Uh, yeah. For that, who was a personal favorite, mm-hmm. uh, I, I went as a Matt Berry character for Halloween this year. Like nice. I, I love Matt Berry. I uh, um, did. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy te- texted me or uh, uh, messaged me on Discord saying, "Like, did you did you have did you did you have Horse Mature pinned as a as a Magneto?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a real surprise. It makes sense for them to do a Magneto. Yeah, you know they it's... they didn't do one. There's lots of fun. Easter egg shit in this. Yeah. Uh with that. Um, mm-hmm. but I would have loved that. Uh as yeah. is we just see Force Majeure in flashback, but no voice lines. Right. So. Uh the movie was released to positive reception. We're not the only people who love this. Yep. Um, and uh it's real regretful. Um, I imagine this was a tough decision for them, but when the WA WGA strike started right before Comic Con, they had to pull their Comic Con panel. Um, yes. uh, it was a screening and it was going to be like a, you know, like a big victory lap thing, right? Like, Hey, you know, just, you were here for the end of venture brothers and that didn't get to happen. Uh, yeah. but, uh, solidarity is good, even if it yeah. stings in the moment. Yeah. Would have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, the DVD does not have deleted scenes. Uh, it has two commentaries mm-hmm. and, uh, one of which is a commentary on the movie. One of which is just them answering questions. Mm -hmm. questions and a special in the form of this uh, Q&A called Hodgman and Friends that is bewilderingly taking the form of a uh, public access show you'd watch in the back of a taxi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real New York inside baseball. Yes. Uh, We don't have those here. Um, Hodgman is interviewing the boys and asking them fan questions. Yeah. Uh, during that. Uh, it is okay. I'm the slow arc of me realizing I don't like John Hodgman has I been mean, really tough on me because he, he's in everything. You know? <laughs> that's not been a slow arc. That's been the case since I've known you. <laughs> well, I mean, but just coming to terms with it being because I always want to be like, oh, he just doesn't quite work for me. I, I just kind of don't like him. Mm-hmm. I realize I just straight up don't like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about his steez that I just don't like. Yeah. yeah. You know, so th- this is not a. Uh, you know, particularly appealing to me as a watch. It's fun watching the boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, when I watched it, I had that. I was like, Oh, doc looks sick. I hadn't no. seen doc in a while. We, there's a reason Yeah. for that, uh, which we had no idea. No. I, I had no idea. I don't want to speak for anybody else. No, no, I, I, I haven't know. been following yeah. what these guys have been doing. Uh, you know, generally in this, and I haven't been on Twitter as much. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, for obvious reasons, he didn't just like go and crow about it on Twitter. No, no. You know, um, he had an accident. Um, yes. when I was listening to the commentary and I heard him, you know, talk about like saying like, Oh, I'm a paraplegic. And I was yeah. like, wait a minute. What? Uh, yeah. one of the, one of the more devastating things that can happen to a person. Um, yeah, he was in an accident that left him paralyzed from the chest down, yes. um, and was unable to walk. He's recovered mobility because the human body is a fucking miracle factory. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's always, uh, and he, he talks about it in the commentary. He's like, you know, you're always a paraplegic. I'm just what's called a walker. Yeah. Now he's not being funny about it. He's like, it, you no, know, so no. if you see me and I say this, I'm not joking. Right. He has to delay that out because it, it just seems, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't look at, you know, right. I didn't realize that you are silly paraplegic if you start walking again, like if right. it's on my part. Yeah. Uh, just fascinating and mm-hmm. tragic and scary shit. 
Yeah, but like, it, I don't know, <laughs> maybe it's in the second commentary, but just over the course of the entire, you know, covering all of the uh, materials, like hearing about his experiences in the hospital and working in support groups, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like him very earnestly saying, if you ride a motorcycle, um, rethink that. Uh, yeah. Because fully 60% of the people who came in and then very shortly died were motorcycle people who the first thing that they thought after their accident was, is my bike okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bleak. Yeah. Uh, super, super bleak. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. man, that is really rough and we wish him all the best. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just heartbreaking stuff. Um, heartbreaking in a, again, a, a more sweet way, uh, mm -hmm. hearing them talk about their working relationship and stuff, uh, right. in these specials on these commentaries. Um, you know, one of the great partnerships mm -hmm. of our time, uh, yeah. in, in, in terms of what it made, um, you know, they're, they're not bitter about it. Like they don't like being part of this corporate thing, but they are very upfront about like, you know, we don't own this. Mm -hmm. We'd love to make more, uh, but we don't own it. You know, mm -hmm. we, uh, we need jobs kind of like not in a, <laughs> in a pathetic way. They're joking about it, but right, right. it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's great to hear, mm -hmm. you know, uh, their, yeah. their relationship is a very special thing. Yeah. And just th them starting the show and running it over the course of time that they did. And, you know, when somebody says, says like, oh, they could never make this today. Yeah. You know, oftentimes it's like in a oh, blazing saddles, you couldn't make that today. Like crank kind of way, like yeah. them just recognizing and then verbalizing what a huge opportunity they, they had. And the fact that that opportunity only existed for like a split second for them to yep. get in the door and make this incredibly unlikely thing and have the yes. patience that they had from above to let them do this. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just, I, uh, miracle times, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that we get to live, live in these times where this happened. Yeah. You know, beautiful boys. Mm -hmm. Um, let's get into it. Let's do. Yeah. Uh, so we open up, it's been three days and Brock and the OSI, uh, descend down into an alley. Uh, the UN is in the background. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so the final episode, uh, it has where the first episode took place, uh, yep. in its first shot. Right. Yep. Um, it is this pre-dawn raid on, uh, this location of a ping from Hank's phone. It's been three days and rusty. Not so much concerned about where Hank is. We're going to find out. Just, this is just a thing Hank does. He runs away. But he's more interested. Like, oh, why does it always have to be a pre-dawn raid? Right. Great question. You know. Very much so. uh, Dean is upset at him. Yes. You know, why don't you care? Uh, they pull this dumpster aside, and they see an unhoused man uh, wearing Hank's jacket. You know, yeah. They, they think it's Hank at first. Yeah. Uh, you know, there. <laughs> and um, Rusty, very dismissively, what would Hank be doing in Queens anyway? <laughs> I hate New York humor. I wish yeah. I could strike it from the earth. Yeah. I just, you know, you have to realize this makes no sense to anybody else. Yeah. I understand it's a very populous city, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, Hank, uh, you know, or goes through the, the recent uh, messages. Or, yeah. Brock goes, Brock through, the goes recent, through Hank's yeah. phone. Yeah. And it's uh, Serena asking if he's okay. Uh, sadly, they couldn't get Serena in. Nope. Uh, there are a lot of things they had to cut just because it's an hour and a half movie that cuts yeah. up a you know, full thing. Serena would have been all over the, uh, the yep. eighth season because they love Kristen Milotti. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's what the conflict's about. They have to yeah. do with her in, in absence, which is sad. Yeah. Um, a big explosion happens and draws the team away uh, right. while they're down there. Um, we go up to the Ventec boardroom uh, where Rusty protests giving Dr. And Mrs. the Monarch a cheek swab. She's trying to yeah. confirm the DNA test for the Monarch. Uh, yeah. He does the, you know, coming on to her meow mm -hmm. uh, thing, <laughs> uh, um, you know, hoping that she can find some magic Rusty dust. 
you know, husband. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, oh, you know, you've wanted me forever, and you're just hoping to find a little bit of me in that loser yeah. you're married to. Yeah. Keep it yeah. pinning all that stuff. Yes. You know, it's, it's great. There's a lot of him in the loser she's married to. <laughs> um, with a monarch drone watching outside the window. Yeah. Um, Dean barges in and interrupts, and this allows Dr. and Mrs. the Monarch to take Rusty's coffee cup for DNA. Yeah. Yeah, it's very subtle. You don't notice it until he says, wait, didn't I have a coffee yeah. <laughs> after she leaves? Um, you know, Dean is real distraught. Like, hey, the OSI is calling off the search, you know, just uh, just loon trails cold. Also, he left on his own recognizance. Like, he yeah, just did it was of his own volition. He's like, an he's not missing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Rusty's like, I'm not worried about this because it's Hank. Yeah. Hank's Hank. He always does stuff like this. Yeah, it's not like he's going to be dead in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. You know, one time he ran off to the North Pole because Santa didn't give him a go-kart. And he goes, wait, actually, he was dead in a ditch that time. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. And Rusty says, hey, you know, just return to your life. Go back to school. It's costing me a fortune. And then yep. Billy barges in, um, you know, and says, like, hey, we have this, uh, we have this huge problem. We need you down in the lab. Yeah. Uh, and then we go outside to Dr. Miss of the Monarch leaving for my favorite visual joke in the movie. <laughs> this is, they, uh, I love them calling this out in the commentary. Uh-huh. They're like, you know, they're so unsure that this was going to work uh-huh. as a thing. It's just, a, it's a very funny gag. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dr. Miss of the Monarch spots the Monarch across the way. A bus passes and he's gone, like happens yeah. in movies. But she waits for the bus to do the roundabout and he's clinging to the side of it. <laughs> to the side that's reveals it turns. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> just he just comes on and goes, hi, honey. <laughs> Yeah. Just just taking that cliche of the person disappearing when the bus goes by. Yeah. That is so fucking ingenious. It's a very good visual like joke. Yeah. This whole thing is a slapper. Like the jokes in this are very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in general. Uh, again, <laughs> I think funnier than season seven. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's all up from here. Yeah. Like uh, you're in good hands. And, and, 20, and 21 is uh, over trying to fish the uh, fish, the drone out of a tree nearby. It's stuck. Right. Yeah. So they, they get in the limo and the monarch is whining and saying like, hey, you just made me a level 10 and now I have to you know sit here with my dick in my hand. I can't arch venture. You know, what's the deal? And I'm tired of yep. waiting. Yep. Uh, Dr. Mrs. The monarch gets an emergency call, has to go and has to drop them off. Yeah. Uh, you know, out of limo. Monarch says unbelievable. You know, he's yeah. got to ride the transit home. Yeah. Um, down in the lab, uh, Billy and Pete are showing Rusty a problem. Uh, they're making uh, the helper. Uh, yeah. It's a smart speaker Alexa yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the using helper's head. They've licensed helper. Uh-huh. One of the the plots they talked about uh, doing in the commentary was finding out that they've been cutting out helper bits from the old Rusty Adventure cartoons, and he's huge in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they've been getting <laughs> all these checks for like the helper anime and stuff. Yeah. Which, <laughs> that's where the uh, that's where the money's coming from. <laughs> yes, a killer. I I, yeah. would, I would have loved that. Yeah. Um, but this idea of like a helper, it's such a good name for an uh-huh. Alexa thing too. It's so perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's it's playing a mix of jacket. Uh, and they're like, well, there's a problem. <laughs> they say, you know, they turn up the volume and when they do, it starts levitating. Yep. And it's um, like, <laughs> like, hey, you put superconductors in the speakers and now this happens. And Billy's yep. like, hey, we need to delay the launch. And Rusty's like, eh, doesn't understand. This is a feature. Like, oh my God, yeah. we made the first ho- hovering personal assistant, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Rusty, when Rusty tells it to stop, it falls down on Rusty's foot. You know, and they say yes. that could have been a baby's head uh, there. Uh, but then there's there's worse news mm-hmm. uh, there where the pirate captain comes in and says, you know, listen, the upgrades that you had uh, means these cost more to manufacture than we're going to sell them for. Yeah. And Pete uh, says, you so you basically blew Monday did, which is the fucking deepest cut. It's exceedingly <laughs> deep uh, and very, very Doc Hammer line. 
Yeah. For uh, for people who were unaware, the New Order single for Blue Monday was distributed in a uh, in a, in a sleeve jacket uh, that uh, was made to look like a floppy disk. But for all the designs and then the materials that were put into it, uh, it had to be sold at a loss. Uh, yes. Yeah. So lost leader. They, yeah, they lost money on every one of them they sold. Yeah. Uh, Pirate Captain says, you know, you should consider filing for bankruptcy. And Rusty goes, we're not doing that. We're not giving up. Yeah. Uh, one day, you change the marketing, mm-hmm. uh, figure out how not to crush babies and raise the price. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. And Helper um, is upset. You know, yeah, like, hey, the, <laughs> the Helper pods are going to replace him, right? You know, Rusty's like, oh, it's an homage. Yeah. yeah it's a classic. <laughs> um, down in the, uh, the train station, uh, they spot a, a supervillain. You know, somebody mm-hmm. dressed as a villain and 21's like oh cool a super villain let's go talk to her she's fine uh, colors yeah you know and and doctor you know the monarch is is making fun of him for that yeah uh, we go and he he kind of talks over them does the dialogue of them being pathetic when she gives a uh, 21 a card yes and she turns around and monarch recognizes her this is debbie uh, one mm-hmm. of his exes yeah uh then everybody on the on the platform kind of walks behind a pillar the lights glow out the tracks glow red and then a bunch of henchmen in um um oh gosh uh, uh, cobra like cobra henchmen suits uh yeah. step out yeah and then a hover like, like a hover like aim like yeah. uh you know yeah yeah and then a hover train uh or a hover tank pulls up and they all get aboard and debbie turns around and says call me yeah, call me. And then mm-hmm. it just bursts through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, the train goes invisible, uh, goes through the thing, and the monarch uh, explains, you know, uh you know, Debbie is his ex. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, but they're intrigued. Like, what is mm-hmm. this arch? Yeah, like wait a minute, the guild doesn't have that tech. The guild has a boxing glove on the end of a spring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh 21 uh, you know, mentions Arch. She's with Arch. And uh, you know, he won't, he's not gonna call because he's not gonna go after his ex. Right. Uh, you know, Mantella here. We're going to fight. This is going to change. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch shows the Council of 13 a video of the attack that happened. This is the one from the intro during yeah. the Hank raid. Um, Red Mantle and Dragoon complain. He's like, is it is every new show going to be about superheroes? And so he's like, tell me about it. Do I have to watch fake X-Men on the moon to learn about these movies? <laughs> the Inhumans? Uh, it's like yeah. a job! Yeah, <laughs> fake X-Men on the moon. <laughs> um, this yeah. is an unlicensed arching, and it's way bigger league than anything they do. Right. And it turns yeah. out they're by uh, Brick Frog, whose powers include holding a brick and shouting his name. <laughs> and everybody loves Brick Frog. Yep. I love this. Everyone's like, oh, that fellow <laughs> yeah. Brick Frog. Brick Frog. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and Brick Frog is, you know, this, uh, this this little Joe character who happens to be kind of like a, he's like a, a ham and egger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, just they, uh, faces they, do. Yeah. They talk about how they came up with a very long backstory for Brick Frog as well. <laughs> as well. It's very funny. His father was a bricklayer. <laughs> a rival brick layer and stuff it's yeah. very good yeah uh so he quit the guild and he shows up with this dangerous tech you know yeah. and there have been several people who have done this yeah. uh it's a it's a big deal there's a little bit of shtick about how much several means mm-hmm. you know uh what how many number that you know what number that refers to till red death gets them back on track yes says, listen dr mr the monarch can uh, inv- uh investigate this contamination combination oh oh, oh yeah yeah, yes. yeah combination yeah which he had just learned about he, he, no, the no, he, word. He, he, he says that and then phantom limb echoes it and says oh, yes we yeah. must deal with this combination and then it, they call him out saying come on yeah. you just learned that when we did yeah <laughs> don't there try and go. play smart don't do the most phantom limb phantom limb possible thing yeah yeah uh so dean pulls up uh to the new headquarters of the order of the triad yay yeah. uh barely got them in season seven they're a big mm-hmm. part of this movie or the order of the dyad 
Right. Yes. Basically. Yeah. They unfortunately uh, had to leave Al back at home, primarily for time reasons. Doc says, and you know, this is just a reality. Like we I, we couldn't afford to have another person chiming in. Yeah. Um, like that. Just time wise, so, again, not money wise or scheduling. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah. You can get Dana Snyder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they pull up and, you know, they, they got this new headquarters at this, you know, real ass building. It's an old synagogue. Uh, it's this yeah. Dr. Strange building. Um, and <laughs> they're fighting against uh, the, the last Shmata thing golem. the Schmel yeah. golem, the pants golem, this golem that is made out of just old laundry. It is the last thing from the pitch book um, yep. that uh, had not been included. So this 20-year-old document finally is closed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're, they're financing. They eventually take it down. Uh, and Dr. Orpheus deduces that uh, Dean is there to help for help finding Hank. You know, and he's Dean like, wait, how'd why. you know that? Yeah. Oh, you know, magic guy. <laughs> uh, so Dean, he's like, do you have anything for him? And Dean produces uh, Hank's neckerchief. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm not a bloodhound. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Dr. Hank knows where, or Dr. O, Dr. Hank, Dr. <laughs> o knows where Hank is. Uh, he's right there pointing to Dean's heart. Yes. Uh, Dean, you know, is going to shrug this off, but it's a note that's in his pocket. It's yeah. the note he read in the finale. Right. The, you know, I'm a terrible brother. Uh, yes. I'm a terrible brother. No. And Orpheus, you know, says like, hey, the, you know, the clear remorse in this letter, you know, will be a highway that we can follow to uh, to Hank's whereabouts. And we get kind of this uh, kind of flash forward, you know, like just a bunch of flashes of things that are going to happen through the rest of the movie. Saying like, hey, he's oscillating between worlds, betwixt selves. You must go to him at once. And then yeah. we get to the Hank stuff in this, which is amazing. It's I really, really good. Uh, this, it, yeah it's phenomenal this is so heartening as well yeah. and it's such a god i love hank as a character they clearly love hank and to they, to give him this resolution is so so necessary and they, they so do satisfying. a really good job with it yeah it's also uh one of the all-time best needle drops they've done mm-hmm. uh this this is a uh, small town boy by bronski beat yeah uh and this is perfect mm-hmm. for this the soundtrack here yeah. Uh, cutting to Hank on a train, like riding the rails. Yeah. Um, you know, because he's going to be on a better train later. Yeah. Writing in his journal. You yeah. know, he's talking well, about. Uh, he's in the better train now. We're going to get to oh, the yeah, bad yeah, train. He goes back. Yeah. 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 Uh, writing his journal, you know, a week ago, he was a ham- happy go hanky kid. Uh, <laughs> and we get the recap of what happened with yeah, uh, yeah. Serena and his brother. Yeah. Him fighting his brother, you know, cheating with his girlfriend and, you know, uh, uh, heading off on his own. Um, and mm-hmm. so he sold all of his stuff. Um, to these uh, unhoused people and then hops on <laughs> so like okay well i'm gonna hop on the boat you know where is it gonna take me uh you know, he leaps off of the pier it turns out it's on this three-hour manhattan pleasure cruise <laughs> yeah it just takes him to across the street basically. yeah he thought it was gonna take him to disco island which is a real place yeah yep well he calls out it's off of greenland yes uh you know so he, then he starts riding the rails mm-hmm. there and he sees a guy uh roasting a rat and another guy shooting in the corner mm-hmm. he's like wait a minute i'm rich so yeah. now he's on a luxury train. Uh, it's what Batman would do. Batman's rich. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he, he pays for surf and turf that he barely ate with a giant novelty check that he takes out and unfolds and it's bigger than the table. I love that. Which uh, is exactly uh, what Hank would do. It's very good. <laughs> um, so he's going to the last place uh, where he had himself before, mm-hmm. you know, before all this, where he found himself, you know, yeah. uh, the compound. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 right. Okay, he's writing in his journal, and we see that he's got one of those color changing pens. You know, where yes. he click clicks down. Uh, you think that's just oh, because he's a kid. You know, you, you love these things. It's important. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is seated here because as he's you know, as he is uh, you know narrating this as he's writing it, we see that he has his alter egos here. 
um, yes. Enrique Matassa, the Italian lover, <laughs> the Italian Lothario, you know, tells him like, ah, yes, it is like you are going to find your old flames while you're in town to ask them why they left you like in high fidelity. And then Russian Gajovic, who gets a full Russian character Gajovic design had here. A, a update. Yes. He, he's now a tracksuit wearing human trafficker. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the, the innocent Russian Gajovic, who is just a, a henchman exchange program. Uh-huh. Very different now. Yeah. He's in the but, flesh trade. Yeah. A Russian guy which is like, oh, yeah, or like Zoe Kravitz in High Fidelities. And then also yeah. Detective Hank is here, and so is the Bat. It's all yep. of these. The it's, League it's, of Extraordinary Hanks. Yep. It's so good. <laughs> it does make me want a tactics RPG where you play as all the Hanks. All the aspects of Hank. They would you fit get into five classes. five aspects of Hanks. Yeah. yeah. And you, you a grid-based tactics game. Yeah. Enrique is kind of the face of the things. Um, yeah. uh, the bat is stealth. Uh, you've yeah. got uh, uh, Russian Gajovic as the uh, as the muscle and Detective yep. Hank uh, being a sharpshooter, you know, a gun yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Final Fantasy Hank Dix or something like that. <laughs> There's something there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, way into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and they say, like, you know, they're talking about all this high fidelity stuff, you know, mm-hmm. finding the woman who left you. And they say, there's really only one woman who left you. Yeah. Uh, the conductor says the next stop is Denver, Colorado. And Hank's journal has the writing with all the different characters, the different colors of the pen represent the characters. Yeah. And it's just in big letters, find her. Yeah. You talking know. about his mom we're yeah, gonna mommy get the bomb. mommy bomb <laughs> yeah uh, and i love the way that resolves yes uh, again maybe messed up yeah. um so the monarch and 21 uh look at the arch card the mantilla gave her i love uh that in the commentary doc's like i just made up a qr code mm-hmm. like i i didn't make a real one like back in the day we might have had that go to our website but i hate that shit yeah <laughs> because i if somebody does that in a thing i always feel like that's too clever yeah, you know, yeah. like oh, I could scan this if I really want to. If I want to have a little fun interactive adventure while I'm watching, yeah, a, a second matter. screen experience. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, you know, they they don't do that. The monarch is like, we have no reason to stick with the guild. Yeah, like why wouldn't we go to this? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and you know, twenty one's like, oh well, I I can think of a reason. Your 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 wife is going to flip if you fall in with your ex. Yeah, you know, Mars says no. Yeah, Debbie left me. You know, I, I I found out that she was cheating on me with Rusty, right? Yeah. And twenty one is like, oh well, that's like origin myth stuff. Like, no, that's like reason number one hundred that I hate venture. But it's it obviously, you know, is under his he, skin. Yeah, he's he's being uh, lying about that. Yes, it bothers a lot more uh, than anything. So that's also again one of the big questions that yeah. more or less gets answered in this. Like, there's big themey reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll get into with the ending and stuff. But in terms of the surface level reason, that is the reason. Mm-hmm. It's something very mundane. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Uh, 21 scans the QR code uh, and it starts downloading and uploading data. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I hope they don't get into my spank bank. My porn <laughs> is very specific. It's very hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the arch hover tank kind of phases in and, you know, Debbie asks, and says, I mean, what can arch do for you? Yep. Um, we cut over to uh, the OSI cleaning up after the brick, brick frog hit. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, surely even Brock are leading the effort. Uh, you know, antagonists go in that pile. Scientists go in the body bags. Yeah. Uh, there. If I can, when, if I can lodge one complaint against the movie, and I was happy to hear the boys say this. Um. Uh. I wish that Brock and Shortleaf had more to do. There, there's a lot of I wish. Uh, there are a lot of appearances I wanted, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, just wanting a little bit more. Yeah. You know, like I also wanted more the alchemist. Yeah. You know, Brock, though, is the biggest omission because he's the most important character. Yes. To not get a lot to do. There's yeah. nothing I would cut. 
mm-hmm. from the movie other than a couple no. of individual like just back and forth. Oh, what's a what's a several or a few? What's a yeah. several? Like I would cut that shit uh, mm-hmm. with with a knife. Yeah. You know, with with a, with a gun. I I'd cut that so fast. But the um in general I want that too. Yeah. I I getting to say goodbye is good enough mm-hmm. for me, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Um, um so guild representatives show up. Dr. Yeah. Mrs. the Monarch and Red Death. And they start exchanging information. And again, you know, do you want, do you want to work together on this? Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, should we do this? Uh, The protagonist was Dr. Uh, Professor Vigo Dale, who's working on indestructible building material. Yeah. Obviously he didn't make his lab out of it. Um, And, you know, (laughs) Brock notices Red Death is going over and messing with the bodies. Um, and they go over and they, they have this little conflict. We don't see what happens there. Shortly, even Dr. Mrs. The Monarch, uh, just starts speculating about who would win between yeah, them. Who do, you, who do you have on that? You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like, oh, you're Red Death all the way. Like, really? He's like 70. Yeah. Uh, and I love, uh, Brock dismissing Red Death, like, go back to your haunted castle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hey, you know and, and Brock comes over like, hey, what were you talking about? I was like, hey, do you think you could take him? And, you know, oh, he's yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, like, yeah. he's like 80. But then he says, all right, well, he's just a, he's just a, little, a little bit scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they withhold that. We never get to see that knockdown drag out, right. which would yeah. be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen them fight a little bit before. Don't yeah, yeah. I, I know. Um, Red Death and Dr. and Mrs. the Monarch leave. Red Death grabbed one of the henchmen's phones uh, and he's like, you know, how did you get that evidence uh, or whatever? And he took his hand as well, yeah, uh, yeah. just in case he had a fingerprint lock because he's yeah. badass. Brutal. Yeah. Um, we show Debbie uh, showing the Monarch in 21 around Arch headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Apple Store stuff. Yeah, the idea yeah. is this is not old school. This is high tech. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, you know, they're global. Like it isn't just in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, they celebrated their uh, 100,000th vanquishing, um, yes. you know, and, and this seems like a real sweetheart deal. Uh, they do all the dirty work and the villain gets all the glory. You know, they have this yep. technology to instantly warp in equipment. Um, this is all a sham. Uh, yes. This is this is Debbie using her invisibility powers. We're going to find out. But uh, it is a pitch that is laser targeted at the monarch. Yeah. Would be hard for anyone to resist. Yeah. You know, uh, Debbie, you know, does the cell uh, there. You can have anything you want. And 21's like, oh, pools, you know, like for firemen or Batman, mm-hmm. you know, to go down. Uh, and the monarch signs him up mm-hmm. on 21's phone. Uh, there's another little joke about uh, the porn thing. Uh, no. you, know, uh, you know, don't uh, don't look at that. And he's like, I, you don't want to look at it. You know? <laughs> uh, there, the uh, voice actress for for Mantala. Uh, yeah until uh, uh debbie is great um yes. she's from a show they talk about in the commentary that i'd never heard of before uh that has billy bob thornton in it or yeah i had never heard of, i never heard that uh the voice actress is uh oh fuck it doesn't say fucking yeah. wikis yeah uh <laughs> nina wanna, arianda yeah uh, i want to who that is now. look it yes. up uh she's great uh, it's yeah, a really yeah. fun performance mm-hmm. uh, there, especially later the uh, the breakdown she has with Doctor Mrs. The Monarch. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's just really charismatic. Yeah, no. um, yeah. She uh, um, is born. Or she is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Goliath, I think, is what it Goliath is. Goliath is the name of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which like I had never even I didn't know existed. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, an, it's an Amazon Prime Video show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that kind of quality. Yeah. Then oh, Jack Reacher quality. <laughs> um, so th- they've joined up. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut over to uh, Dean Orpheus and Jefferson Twilight taking the Bloodmobile. Uh, they're looking for for Hank. Yeah, and uh, they need to stop and get some sleep. And they're driving by Chicago. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, the uh, Jefferson is you know mad at Dean. Uh, one yeah. of the things I really like about this, in addition to building Hank up in this, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this special has a lot of contempt for Dean. Yes. Uh, in a way, like I love Dean. Mm-hmm. He's my special little Deanie Beanie, little Deanie, yeah. Deanie, Jimmy Dean sausage. But the uh, he did a really shitty thing. Yeah. And the show up until this point has been really concerned with him mm-hmm. as the primary thing. And Hank has always been a joke. That that uh, becomes text in this, you know, yes. like characters are actually calling him out at the end. You know, Jefferson straight up says like, "Not everything is about you." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and we had the several season long arc about him being a mopey little baby mm-hmm. about finding this stuff out. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just the kind of revealing the depths of Hank and being like, you know, just because you have this depth doesn't mean you have immunity. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean everything you do is justified. Is really great. Yeah, uh, the, the posture this has towards Dean is very good. Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, Jefferson's like, you know, just oh, you're stealing people's lives. Yeah, you're a vampire. You know, yeah, uh, d- and mapping it onto the thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, so they need a place to sleep. So they stop into uh, what what would have been a whole episode. Of... One of my favorite sequences in the the show. Oh, it's so good. The yeah. like the the the, the, the anti hero collective, not team yes. work, shared work, lives space. space in... Yeah, that we yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, for for uh for solo people uh-huh. it's this rundown warehouse an old handy dandy mm-hmm. uh warehouse and uh it wasn't jefferson's old team they just kind of all rented the same space because it was yeah. cheap rent to operate <laughs> out of it's his old peers <laughs> yes yeah. uh i love it uh they're like and they were trying to figure out in their mind they were like there's tons of stuff that happens in these warehouses yeah but then when they were trying to brainstorm they could barely think of <laughs> stuff that happened to them which yeah. is really funny uh so they pass by a, name, a guy named clayton who is a dark man yeah uh, Clay, Clay, clayton's the one who greets him he's a dark man but he's wearing a freddy krueger print uh scarf yes uh, around his neck um uh, and this is uh this is a uh, um uh a wide whales voice actor hal lublin yes yes uh doing this and they're like hey let's say you're doing a dark man kind of thing so he went real deep on dark man he watched dark man he's like can i cackle yeah. like dark man's constantly yeah. cackling like, that's the thing he's always laughing so yeah so they work it in and it's amazing yeah. i was like hey it's like oh he's threatening at uh, you know, first but he's actually a really nice guy he says hey your old stuff's still here just go stay in your room right and then yep. they pass by the other warehouse warehouse anti-hero folks uh, yeah, they pass lo- by- <laughs> tough love uh who is an old pitch uh their punisher version who instead of having a shirt with a skull on it wears a skeleton <laughs> on his, <laughs> front of him. god i love tough love yeah <laughs> the um and then yeah. they've got seth brundle uh yeah the, <laughs> the, the fly guy yeah, yeah emerges from a teleporter pot with a roach arm like hey we got roaches yeah yeah uh yeah um you know they're not team these just anti anti-heroes uh pool the resources there yeah. and we get to see jefferson's old house like his apartment <laughs> you know i love it it's just it's this is also the first like real highlight we've gotten for jefferson he's always like a second fiddle kind of guy yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and i've always wanted like a jefferson episode mm-hmm. and we kind of get it in the movie in addition to answering all these big long-term questions mm-hmm you know, all of this stuff, the things with the new Jack swing, uh, vampires, God, God, the blood Wait, brothers, the blood brothers <laughs> fucking kill me, dude. Uh, absolutely slay me. <laughs> like all these ladies dressed up for church. <laughs> like it's really good. Uh, oh yeah. God. Uh, but that'll resolve later. <laughs> yes. Cut over to Hank. <clears throat> a straw, you falls off the back of a straw, straw truck at the, uh, at the old compound, which, was it revealed that this is in Colorado before? Yes. I always thought it was in the mountains of um, mountains of California. Mm, yeah. No, no, no. It, uh, California. I think it got revealed in the episode with Reggie Watts, where uh, he's okay. uh, like the Shining. Guy, oh, he has okay. the Shining. 
uh, yeah. delivery. I think that's when they mentioned it's in Colorado. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and Hank is upset. This is the first time he's been back here to see that everything has been demolished. You know, all the, yeah. it's just the, the, you know, the basements, the footprints of all the buildings and then the, uh, the statue, the Jonas venture holding rusty statue. Yeah. Uh, and then we get one of my favorite, again, just very bittersweet things. He pans across looking and we get flashback memories of all this great stuff that's happened throughout yeah. the series. Uh, a lot of it happening in this yard, some of it not happening in this yard. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we get Mecca Shiva, we get the scary Annette, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. thing. We get him jumping off the roof as Batman. We get the touch football game where yeah. Dean got fire ants on his ass. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. It's so good. <laughs> we and get then Hank, we go, Hanko's lemonades and grinders. Yeah. Like all the, just your old friends are here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we get this scene from the pilot, like way back to the pilot where, yeah. uh, you know, Hank goes, you know, Ma Venture never raised him. No fools. And Dean says, we don't have a mom, Hank. And then Hank turns to the camera and goes, that's right. We don't have a mom. Yeah. Like it's so good taking this old footage and remixing it. Uh huh. Yeah. And this turns into a nightmare, right? Yeah. And he, you know, gets a flash. He remembers back to Action Man in Coma Town, um, telling him, you know, like, hey, you know, your, your mom is this actress, Bobby St. Simone, right? Yeah. So we have a name, but we don't have no context for who that is. Yes. Uh, and uh, and this... remember, right before this happened, Hank got hit on the head real hard. Yep. So that's why this stuff is kind of dreamy and swimmy and coming in and out. Yeah, yeah. So he just got out of Coma Town. Right. Yeah, uh, this is all interrupted. He's kind of broken from his reverie by Dermot, uh, yes. who is still haunting around here. Uh, you know, he's on patrol. He doesn't have a license for lethal weapons, but he's got a super soaker full of this. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> uh, this is referencing uh, Hannibal. Yes. Uh, you know, or uh, Red Dragon, like a guy yeah. selling, uh, you know, Hannibal Lecter merch. Yeah, the, the, the orderly uh, selling Hannibal stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, Rusty rehearses his keynote, reveal the helper pod. Uh, while they're trying to change the name to something no, different. No, he keeps trying to change the yeah. name as they're finalizing the marketing. Like but the boxes already are already printed. The bo- well, and also that you get to see in the background them like change the price on the, the digital display <laughs> from, from, from like a factor of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it goes from $200 to a thousand. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yo, Billy leaves, uh, because his mom's making chicken piccata. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, it's chicken piccata. We're going to yeah. need our energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, he's carrying one of the helper pods with him. He's going to work right. overnight to fix the bugs. Right. Um, you know, the monarch, you know, <laughs> wakes up, you know, it's nighttime. It's ready. You know, it's time to actually use this new stuff. Uh, and him and 21 ride their poles down, down to the, down to their cave, to the, to the monarch cave. Uh, and they drop into their new suits and yep. they're admiring all of it. Like, Hey, it's so, you know, so great, but the suits have these big, gross Audi belly buttons. Yes. <laughs> Uh, really disgusting. They press them and they find out they're grappling hooks. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're having fun. They're playing with them a little bit. They got yeah. grappling, you know, belly grapples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a 21 orders a hover tank and some yeah. henchmen for this hit on venture. They're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do a so- hard cut. Hard cut to uh, something uh, I I thought I was I thought I was losing my mind because I was like follow that bikini why is that familiar they they, they seated this um, yeah. Serena was watching it was watching the same trailer for follow that bikini like a like a takeoff of these old sixties beach movies we cut to the trailer they're watching it on YouTube you know it's about this woman who got turned invisible in a science accident. Um, yes. and we see all the incidental characters, you know, the nerdy professor, just the general, the like, general, gl- the, the trailer is really well observed Yeah, for something that is very specific. Yeah. There's like a drummer playing the drum or an ape playing the drums, uh-huh. stuff like that. Like it, it, it's very silly. 
Yeah. Um, back in the the 60s, if you want to make a movie, it could just be like kids kind of do something on a beach. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, two thirds of them had Elvis. Yep. In them, uh, it was a real weird thing. Yeah. Um, um, but this movie, you know, the 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 woman in the titular bikini is Bobby Saint Simone. Yes. Uh, they're in uh, Brock's old room that is kind of. Uh, like a it's trailer, a, it's, yeah. It's it's made up to look like it, but it's like a a port. It's a trailer that's like decorated with compound stuff and probably siding from inside the compound. Yeah, like like paneling. It's it, yes. it intentionally looks like Brock's old room. You know, Dermot's Dermot's living there. It's like off base yeah. housing. Uh, kind of here. There's a death clock poster on the wall. There's also uh, you just a billion a, Easter eggs. Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah. so you can so you can find many. them all on the wiki. Yeah, if you want to. Um, uh, including spoiler Easter eggs for the end of the movie. Oh yeah, the, the the thing that Hank picks up and then tosses to the side. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I love the orb is there. Uh huh. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> it's just cast aside. It's just broken. Yeah. Like yeah. It, just fall, it just falls because you know Fuck Dermot you fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dermot recognizes Bobby. Like, hey, you know, there's this photo in the safe. Um, it's a photo of Bobby. It's uh, autograph for Rusty, and um, it uh, <laughs> says XOXO. Like, oh, he she, she obviously XOXO'd him. He's she's your mom. That's mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're interrupted by Ben, uh, who yells from outside the trailer. Um, this was actually, they talk about this being a real useful studio note. Yeah. Um, they had Ben show up at the end, uh, and the, somebody said, like, hey, if you're going to do this, you have to establish him earlier. Yeah. And also, we're going to get J.K. Simmons. You may as well use him. May as well use him. Yeah. 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 Uh, yells from outside the trailer. Uh, Dermot's like, oh, it's that trespasser. <laughs> you're the trespasser, you sticky finger little fascist. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Ben so goddamn much. Ben's great. J.K. Simmons <laughs> is such a treasure. Yeah. Uh, this year, between Baldur's Gate 3 and Glorious, mm-hmm. uh, just his future as a voice actor. Yeah. You know, he doesn't even need to be in anything else. It's, what a perfect just, voice. Just infinite presence yeah. on that man. Yeah. God, he's so good. Uh, you know, and this, uh, uh, YouTube suggests a related video, mm-hmm. and this is a commercial for an animal shelter that Bobby runs. Yeah. Uh, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I also love them talking about this in the commentary, how you like watch TV late at night mm-hmm. and like, they'll show you those sick dog commercials with, with, with the eye goop, <laughs> I goop. and like, that is a hundred percent. A lot of mm-hmm. late night TV is just like, look at these sad, sick fucking dogs. <laughs> yeah. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I no, nobody's on the other side of this. Yeah. Who are you yelling at? It, it was just a constant thing on TV. Uh, and the idea of that in a super science world. Uh, yeah. Where all know? these animals are modified, you know, having firearms put on their head, you know, yeah. uh, it's to be mutated ocelot from uh, uh, Shadow Man and the Cradle of Destiny. <laughs> is there, yeah. uh, you know, again, big call backs mm-hmm. yeah so it's you know just uh, taking care of all these uh all these little villain animals right yeah. doing uh doing rehab for them and it's right down the road yep uh so he, perfect we can go mm-hmm. check it out yeah uh orpheus wakes up you know he's feeling that hank is on the trail so he's like we yeah. have to leave yeah. uh, there but because it's the sun hasn't come up yet they're leaving before sunrise vampires attack they know it's yep. the blood vessel shy uh, town belongs to the blood, the brothers, blood brothers now, now. <laughs> and the idea is these are all blackulas who got turned in the 90s uh-huh uh in like new jack swing times yeah god it's uh, so good do there it, it's great it's uh, like, like like that is such a cool aesthetic anyway <laughs> it's very good yeah uh, i love it uh it's very funny it, it just um, it did this combination of cool and dated i don't know yeah, yeah. it's it's just it's real good yeah. Uh, you know, Orpheus, uh, well, and also it's a, uh, a nice coming back to you. So like when you're doing a Blackula thing uh-huh. and even Jefferson Twilight himself, the obvious thing is to go back to like Huggy Bear. 
yeah, you know, go back, go back to seventies stuff, but there are a couple, uh, cool, embarrassing, funny moments in black culture. You can go back to, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to all be seventies groovy shit. Yeah. You know, go back to new Jack swing stuff. You know, <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, or if he's tries using magic, but magic doesn't work on vampires. Right. Uh, right. So, so he like, goes and hides in the blood vessel. Yeah. Uh, he, he is useful though. Uh, <laughs> Jefferson gets one of them pinned on the windshield, like activate, activate the, uh, um, the, the windshield wipers, you know, use the fluid. It's got holy water in there. I love and he, it. He turns and like winks to the camera, which is straight up something from blade. Something from blade. Yeah. They, they <laughs> ended up watching all the blade movies to get this, uh, this reference and oh, just twist, twist my arm. Make me watch oh, the blade movies. Dude, like <laughs> if, if only they were horror. Yeah. Movies. I talked about it with Jeremy before for days of future cast, which I think uh-huh. is the closest I could yeah, watch the blades. That'd be the good in. map. Yeah, get yeah, out closest. Um, yeah. Uh, just get blade on the X-Men for one fucking minute and we can um <laughs> so they, they capture Jefferson uh and they say uh they're gonna kill him, but they're gonna turn Dean and Orpheus into the vampires. Yeah. Like, I don't think they could pull off that new Jack style. Uh <laughs> love that. Off a little bit here. Uh important thing at one point, uh what uh, Jefferson tackles Dean. Gets them yes. out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's important for later. Yeah. Um, also, there's a real, I love uh, Dean getting into the coffin in the back mm-hmm. and it being a tanning bed. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, what a funny trap yeah. for, for, for a vampire. <laughs> like, God, it's just, such, it's just a little gag, but it's such yeah. a good concept. It just fits. It's really God, good. This show is good, I think. It's really good. It. What a reminder. Yeah. Know? Uh, especially just as somebody who, again, season seven, let me down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, especially how it ended. Like this fucking felt like manna from heaven. Yeah. Um, Orpheus, uh, teleports out of the grasp. They think he's leaving, but yeah. he actually, uh, teleports back with a sock and reactivates the, the, uh, Schmedegolm, Schmedegolm. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of the backpack, the pants golem. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about this. So the, the Hebrew word for <laughs> pants or the, the character is also their word but- for life. Yeah. Or a so, on so, that? so 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 there's yeah. the, so it's the whole word that is written across the forehead of the of the golem, and then just by by coincidence, the uh, the, the the middle of the phrase um, is two characters that that represent miracle, um, mm-hmm. and the, the the thing is activated by taking that part part that is miracle, take the miracle and completing out. the word. You take yeah. the yeah yeah, and you turn which it into is, pants. Yeah, which is or, which is also like the just the, the the golem being activated by the scroll inside, right? Yes. Like it is the it is the holy characters that animate it. it yeah. It's it's mythologically sound, <laughs> you know, uh, and they can't fight the, the you know they can't fight a, a pants golem. You no. know, they, they, they was defeated by magic. They're they're vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they use this distraction to get away. But yeah. Dean has two little holes in his neck. Uh, uh-huh. He's been bit. Uh, this is also something where like I like the anticlimax of this. Yeah, I would have done an episode of Vampire Dean. Oh yeah, I, I would have done the fuck out of an episode of Vampire Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God you're uh, gonna be mopey and gothy. Oh, come yeah. on, man. Well, here you go. Yeah, yeah. and do you, if, do you become a blackula when you get bit by a? I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, there's so many unanswered questions. Um, yeah. The Monarch and Twenty One roll up to Ventec. There's a little bit of uh, fake out. Yeah, we're talking about cops being there. Like, dude, it's the police. You know, you yeah. think they're talking about cops there, but they're actually talking about music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about the song uh, Rosanna. Uh, yeah. whether, or Roxanne versus Rosanna, uh, right. one being a police song, one being a Toto song. Yeah. Monarch was dug in on the wrong answer. He thought Roxanne yeah. was, you know, was Toto. Like, Why don't I always dig in? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I guess it's going to come up later. Yeah. Uh, the Monarch's heart is kind of not into it. You yeah. Know? He's like, I don't want to do the speech. So let's just fire the big cannon. Uh, they do. And it's this laser that blasts the Monarch logo into the glass. 
but they can't yeah. get in through the logo because it's too delicate. <laughs> I like um, that. The graphic yeah. design coming back to bite them. Um, and this tricks, you know, this trips the alarm. Uh, yep. The tower goes into lockdown, you know, and Rusty is dropped into the panic room uh, and the elevator doesn't work. So we have hatred and, you know, what he does in this, which is primarily running up and down stairs and getting, gets, you're getting more and more winded. winded. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch meets with Brock Shoreleave and Red Death. This is an incredibly fucking weird scene if you yes. don't remember the game very well. Yeah. <laughs> I, until I was like, this has to be something. And I it's on the tip of my brain, but I can't remember what. Yeah. It's a, a direct one-to-one parody of the game. Yes. Uh, the game the moving mi- into Minority Report. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Michael Douglas film uh, directed by David Fincher. Uh, yes. The thing he did prior to uh, prior to Fight Club. Yeah, which I've seen, I just don't remember. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, just yeah, you know, nothing not, wrong with the game. You not know. tip of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brock and Shoreleave and Red Death are at the Arch headquarters. They have evidence that links Doctor Mrs. the Monarch to it. Yeah, uh, and they're like, you know, we're gonna. You, the evidence is incontrovertible. We're gonna give you a moment to run, and then uh, Shoreleave goes on her face and goes run, <laughs> uh, which is the you know the game thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she runs away. We see all the forces surrounding the tower. Uh, she blasts her out of the tower, jumps, and lands on Daisy, Red Death's horse. Yeah. Uh, and this is, you know, Doc Hammer's genius, decided mm-hmm. to give the horse a voice. Yeah. Originally, <laughs> it was just going to be a getaway vehicle, but he's like, what if they have like a psychic link? Yeah. And we end up with a lot of the best, what I think is the best visual gag oh, yeah. uh, in, the, in the movie later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I love that bus thing, but yeah. the, the, this, uh, this makes me laugh like none other. Yeah, um, but and also it gets this more Clancy Brown too. Yes, you know it's 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 Red Death speaking through Daisy. Um, so back at Ventec Tower, the Monarch and Twenty One are squeezed through the you know the logo, um, and they're abandoned. You know the henchmen yep. fly the tank away, uh, leaving them stranded there. And hatred starts firing, and this is when Mantilla across the street uses her phone hacking into Ventec Tower through Twenty One's phone. Causing the helper pods to start blaring It Takes Two oh, by Rob yeah, yeah. Bass and DJ Easy Rock and cranking up the volume. It has the the, the very scary beginning to it. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, the, the song is a bop. I always get confused with Groove is in the Heart, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I always just think about the It Takes Two part. But yeah. the verses of this are fucking sick. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really good. Uh, and because every helper pod is floating, the building starts floating. Yeah. Uh, lifting out of its foundations. Uh, the OSI spots the tower. Uh, you know, look, three o'clock, Brock of Seagulls. Isn't that your house? Uh, really good. Brock radios Rusty, like, hey, get out of the panic room. Actually, look out the, the windows. Fucking window? windows. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, simultaneously, the helper pod at uh, Pete and Billy's, or, you know, over, over at Colonel Gentleman's place, uh, starts floating, and Colonel Gentleman shoots it out of the air. Yeah, playing, playing, it takes two. Yes. Uh, and Colonel Gentleman comes out and shoots it. Uh, yeah, which so is that's, great. that's why we don't bring our super science home. Yeah. Her, his only line, you know, his only bit in the movie, but yeah. I'm glad we got to see him. Yes. Yeah. So back over on the East River. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Mr. The Monarch is riding Daisy. Uh, just so you're running over the water here and talking to Red Death through it. <laughs> yep. we learn, this is where we, we get the name. Yes. Uh, she asks what, what to call her. And he's like, you know, my daughter, Lila, named the horse. <laughs> yeah. I want to name her Lady Disaster. But that's, but, that's more of a band name. God, it's such a weird, such a great, that's a good that, one. That is a Doc Hammer-ass line. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a Doc Hammer-ass band name, mm-hmm. if I've ever heard one. <laughs> So uh, Red Death explains, you know, talking through Daisy, saying like, hey, we knew that you were innocent, but we couldn't stop the hammer from dropping. Like they were going to come after you. 
but in searching the place, we did find out where Mantilla lives. You know, yes. uh, we're going to, you know, that's where, that's where I'm taking you. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, we cut over to Orpheus, who has appeared in Dermot's trailer uh, to ask where Hank is. He's he's on the case. Yeah. Uh, there. Uh, Dermot tries to cover for him. Yeah. Uh, here. And, uh, <laughs> I, I love Orpheus. You know. Liar, pants aflame. And then uh, uh, does an illusion of the uh, of his, uh, Dermot's pants being on fire. Good. Yeah. Uh, Dean and Jefferson show up. Uh, Dean is now wearing a hoodie and sunglasses Mm -hmm. uh, because he thinks he's a vampire uh, and roughs up Dermot with his superhuman strength, uh, (laughs) a.k.a. confidence. Nice little echo of before. Uh This is the second time that Dean has uh, manhandled Dermot Mm -hmm. just through being confident. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's like, what, what, what is this? The good cop Unipom routine? Uh, wow. It's because the way he's dressed. And, you know, this gets Dermot to say, like, you know, Hank's going to his mom at the, after this z- z- zoo down the road. Uh, yeah. And Dean, again, for no reason other than he thinks he's a vampire, he does the hiss at him. I love it. Said <laughs> <laughs> so Jefferson and walks outside, uh, covering himself from the sun, muttering yeah. about the change. <laughs> the uh, change coming is coming. Little, oh, no, I can't stop. A little it. peak of old Dean with the yeah. big imagination. You know, love it. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Hank has, uh, in the wreckage, found his old hover bike, which is yes. busted up now. We're also going to learn the origins of that, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And arrives at the Helping Hands Animal Sanctuary, and it's all locked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the alter egos are like, oh, how are you going to get in or whatever? And he just crawls over the gate. And they say, like, and, and so he leaves them behind, and the alter is just standing out there saying, like, huh, this isn't who I thought his mom was going to be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. uh G- G- Russian Gaevich is like, hmm, I thought it would be prostitute, which it, that's Hank. That's Hank, you know, <laughs> so he knows his dad. <laughs> it is him knowing his dad for sure. Uh, again, yeah. with uh, Russian Gaevich uh, being in the flesh trade. Yes. Uh, as we're going to find out more of later. Um, a gorilla attacks Hank, but Bobby calls him off, uh, voiced by Jane Lynch. Perfectly. Um, yes. Yeah, very, very great performance. And she identifies him. Yeah. You know, like- uh, Immediately, uh, one of the most really clever things that happens on this, uh, yes. thing, you know, uh, you know, she's like, oh, you know, Hank, uh, you know, where is, where's Dean? He's like, oh, me and Dean had a falling out and she's very sad about that. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, that's, that's bad. You know, family is everything, you know, <laughs> and then uh, this delivery, is that yeah. supposed to be a fucking joke? <laughs> I love it. Uh, the, the boys only say fuck like once each, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're both absolutely calculated bombs you know <laughs> with all due respect mr outrider fuck you you know uh so she starts telling her story uh we're gonna get into that yeah. a little bit later uh back at the pending crisis here and billy's talking to uh to rusty uh with details about what's happening saying like hey you gotta turn these things off but if you do it all at once like we can't just send a kill signal or whatever uh the tower's gonna plummet and from that height it's gonna take out half of manhattan like yes. it's it's your responsibility not to kill these people yes uh rusty wants to bail yeah. You know, uh, he's, he's a, you know, I never wanted to make consumer products anyway. I just wanted to do super science stuff. There's a hint of truth to that. Like yeah. him getting into consumer science stuff, uh, or consumer products is what JJ did. And he had to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there, his path wasn't working, Yeah, you know, but Billy just says, you are you done feeling sorry for yourself? Like you have to yeah. do this, do this heroic act. Yeah. Um, they destroy them, uh, one by one. So the tower will slowly descend. Uh, he's like, how do we get rid of them? He's like, we found shooting them works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Billy starts saying, but the electromagnetism, but it gets cut off because they're leaving orbit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Out of signal range. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so Hatred was running up the stairs to the hangar so they could escape, but it's time for him to turn around, saying like, hey, go back down to the lobby. We've got to take care of this, right? Yep. Uh, and they're interrupted. 21 and Monarch are pounding on the windshield of the plane uh, that Rusty's in. You're like, hey, we, we need help. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, Brock's in the new OSI hover court, uh, quarters trying to convince Hunter not to shoot down the tower once it starts falling. Yeah. You know, uh, he's you know, saying, like, give me a chance. Uh, Hunter, you know, nice to see Hunter for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one cluster you can't unfuck with a Bowie knife. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this has never happened before. Like the yeah. idea is, you know, this is too big a deal. There are too many lies to just give you a chance. Yeah. He says it's never happened before. And then Snoopy says, Dr. Doom did this with the Fantastic Four lifting the Fantastic Tower, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four building. Uh, and the commentary with uh, Doc and Jackson both being like, this is the funniest line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this so much. And I'm like, I love these boys so much. And I'm so in line with them. Mm-hmm. It's the John Hodgman difference. <laughs> they just love John Hodgman and think he's the funniest thing on wheels. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, that. you know, this just felt like a weird non sequitur. I hate Snoopy yeah. so much. They, they, um, they, they, were, they were also selling like uh, one of them was saying like, oh, I was just the, the, the one joke in this that really sticks out to me is just uh, like when they're talking about the superhero movies, like, oh, it's a job. Uh, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's that's like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm exposed to more Twitter than they are. But like, that's just the most basic observation about this stuff. <laughs> he also they're talking about the TV shows, too. And I had a moment of uh, technically where I'm like, there's really only one running superhero show and then like one of them a year two of them mm. a year on on disney you know like uh, in terms of tv it's not mostly superheroes yeah in terms of movies yeah yeah you know yeah. but they're like what well, does every tv show have to be about superheroes i'm like what the boys and what you know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about um but anyway snoopy fucking sucks he you know who i realized uh he reminds me of a little bit in terms of just having a single note shtick that i never think is funny mm-hmm. professor frank oh in the okay i don't like professor frank Oh. It's never made me laugh. It's the same joke every single time. Mm. The joke is just that he talks like a guy with a, a annoying, like funny voice. It sounds like Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the entirety of the joke. Yeah. Like oh, it's the same the, kind of thing. Just like a real one note kind of guy. Yeah. I, 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 also, I also like that he makes just terrible inventions. You know? Yeah. I think that's the, good. The inventions yeah. are, well, and also really good ones. He invented a rocket car or like a rocket bike and stuff yep yeah yeah, yeah. uh but you know um, just uh, again hit him with the uh, little popcorn popper thing you know the popcorn was, popper thing is good like there's, yeah. there's not like there are no good professor frank moments yeah he'll make you laugh he'll make you think mm-hmm. but he just the uh it reminds me of snoopy and they're just like this weird ancillary character who's in it just enough mm-hmm. to like say something that's not very funny yeah in a scene yeah yeah. It does turn into something funny though, because Hunter rolls along with it, and like, oh, and, and how did Reed and the FF get yeah. out of that situation? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, yes, yeah, Namor the Submariner. Yeah. yeah, and like, and does he have one of those? And Brock, yeah. you know, does this dramatic speech, like, you know, Rice has gotten himself out of worst, out of worse. You know, he's You're got the know-how, him. the smarts. Yeah, and yeah. just everybody laughs. Like, they, just, yeah. they just can't. They, they, they know who Rusty is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yes. Uh, so uh, he basically, you know, uh, he says all their hope is just on Dr. Mrs. The Monarch start stopping Arch, stopping yeah. it from happening. Um, we cut over to Mantella's apartment. Uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch and Daisy break into the apartment uh, and they've got she's got a, a cork board, conspiracy cork board. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, uh, like the transition. Jackson, you know, it, it looks yeah. like an episode of Intervention in here and they find the cork board or an episode of CSI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, all. 
Oh, uh, uh, he does the, the the gag isn't just yet. It's not just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all uh, spy photos yeah. of uh, the monarch and Doctor Mrs. The Monarch. This yeah. is a clever mis- misdirect. Mm-hmm. You know, think oh, like she's after the monarch. It's it's you know, so the, much more interesting than what they think it is too. I like yeah, this yeah. a lot. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Uh, Mantella appears uh, holding a gun to Doctor Mrs. The Monarch's head, and uh, you know she says, uh, uh, "You know, you should have been here. It should have been there." You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Dr. Miss the Monarch, you know, just kind of incorrectly guesses saying like, oh, like you missed the Monarch. You wanted to marry him. Like like, that is who you're stalking. Right. You know, all this evidence is there. Um, And, you know, just like, yeah, there's all of this says this. And I I love this. This is a very good joke. She's like, yeah, no, it started as kind of a checklist. Then I had all these pictures and I got some yarn you, you never set out to make an i'm crazy wall but you know they happen it's an organic thing it's really good <laughs> yeah. oh um, uh and red death chimes in saying like hey you know you attempted to interfere in the sanctity of this marriage him being this uh you know faithfully married man kind of guy uh and she yeah. says like hey you need to stop chiming in and this is when <laughs> this is great this down. is the best visual gag in the show in the movie i think and one of the best in the series yeah she ordered puts a gun to his head and orders him to sit down and then the horse just sits on a chair <laughs> Uh, and I love the commentary where they're talking about how they're not sure if that would work. Uh-huh. They're like, this seems like it's going to be funny. Would it be funny visually? Uh-huh. That is, that is a skill that I am always impressed by. Like mm-hmm. something that ends up being incredibly funny, but it would be very simple on the page. Yes. And understanding the kind of alchemy yeah. uh, that would happen. Yes. You know, turning it into visual comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it's great. Yeah, uh, just yeah. It sits down on it so gingerly with the front paws yes. like resting on his knees. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really good. Red Death puts it together though. Oh, like you're not obsessed with the monarch. You're obsessed with Sheila. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, the, 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 there is that. We're going to learn more, but we cut over. It is time for some exposition here about Bobby St. Simone. Yes. You know, she's telling her story to Hank, and this is all in uh, in flashback. Uh, she was on the studio lot in the 60s um, for the shooting of Follow That Bikini. Yep. Um, I love all of the background stuff going on here. Uh, There's tons of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like and, it they, is, and, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it is just like repurpose things from other like other places in the series. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we we had art for these uh, uh, for these uh, like Roman centurions. So like, let's let's put this in here. But uh, like a gag that is not uh, that is not dwelled upon, but that I absolutely love is uh, Jonas was on the lot um, uh, because he was helping Kubrick fake the moon landing. Yeah, really cute. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there, she caught Jonas's eye and he says, I have a better way of making you invisible than using paint, like using chroma key yeah. uh, stuff, you know, uh, and did it through super science, mm-hmm. uh, made her invisible with a machine. They fucked because that's, yes. that's, uh, Jonas. That's Jonas. what he does yeah. on her way down. She met Rusty, but Rusty was just a little kid. Yeah. That's when she gives him the picture that Dermot mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Uh, and Rusty heartbreakingly asks, are you my mommy? Yeah. Uh, so like this is generational. Yeah. Uh, so the, sad. The, the mommy bomb yeah. kind of thing. Right. Uh, yeah. The timeline didn't match. You know, didn't match up uh, for yep. Bobby to be to be the mom. Um, so follow the bikini uh, came out and it bombed. You know, it was not a yes. good movie and her career didn't go anywhere. Uh, and Jonas didn't uh, undo her invisibility powers. He saw that he had leverage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Him with a couple of the, of the agents, uh, you know, a couple of, of the card holders yeah. are there sending her on a mission. She turns invincible. Uh, she's going to go spy on force majeure. 
mm-hmm. the, the the guild uh, thing, when she fell in with the the guild and dresses up as Dazzler. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Love it. She's seventies <laughs> disco Dazzler. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest superhero costumes of all time. <laughs> Um, there are so many Easter eggs mm-hmm. in this that are so fun. Um, you get to see, uh, this is the first time we get to see Crimadile. Yep. Did you know it's Crimadile? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get to see lo- uh, Young Dragoon. I love Young Dragoon. Whenever mm-hmm. we get to see Young Dragoon. Yeah. And stuff. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so she, she's a double agent. She's handing over villains, but she won't hand over a force majeure, uh, because, uh, she's pregnant. Yes, uh, she is pregnant. Um, uh, you know, with with, with force sure they're, they're they're in love. Um, yep. And Hank jumps to conclusion, saying, "Like, wait a minute, holy shit, is force majeure my dad?" But that doesn't yes. make sense either. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, "No, no, no, just yeah. chill out." Uh, yeah, we also learned just because I'm a dork who likes superhero shit, uh, force majeure has wind powers. We learned huh. that he's, sho- we? he's shooting. Yeah, he's fighting Jonas in one of these flashbacks, and he's uh, conjuring tornadoes mm, okay. uh, out of his hands. Yeah, so that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the sovereign uh, usurped Force Majeure, mm-hmm. um, and Bobby uh, took their daughter uh, yes. and fled to the yes. Venture Compound. Their there. daughter Debbie. Yeah, <laughs> took her there. Um, Asking for help, right? Like, hey, Jonas was dead by this point. Uh, but, you know, we just, we, we knew, like, we knew Rusty. He was continuing on the work. You know, Rusty there, he, he was carrying a torch. Like, he had yep. the framed photo of Bobby uh, on his uh, lab desk. Right? Well, he's, he's carrying a torch, but also maybe he thinks it's his mom. Oh, true. You know, he's carrying, yeah. like, a Hank-esque torch. Yeah, true. You know, he's feeling the same <laughs> abandonment issue that Hank's feeling. Yeah, true. You know, that, that yeah. whole idea that the Rusty, you know, Jonas put Rusty through the same shit Rusty puts his kids through. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she stops her story there saying like, Hey, nothing else happened. Nothing else happened yeah. between her and Rusty. Yeah. You know, I'm not your mother, Hank. You know, I've already told you all of this. Yeah. Uh, I love and, that reveal. Yeah. Like, of course he would, this is not that deep of a mystery. Mm-hmm. You can say like, Oh, you know, seven seasons. Why didn't they figure it out? And it's like, Oh, they did. Uh-huh. It's just their clones did it and they got memory wiped. Either, yeah. You know, they did as clones and they died or they got OSI wiped depending on when it happened, mm-hmm. but it has happened. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so poor Bobby just keeps on living through this. Just occasionally yeah. here comes a confused teen. <laughs> yes. To, to call me mom and I have to explain my life story. Yeah. Them. And when that comes back later on, when Dean shows up, <laughs> I know it's great. Yeah. Uh, this overwhelms him and he faints. He returns to coma town. He's really uh, frustrated by this fact. Yeah. yeah. He does not like it. Uh, Orpheus shows up there on the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, we get Rusty and the Monarch. Uh, they're bickering in the elevator when the Monarch asks uh, Rusty why he really fucked Debbie. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're putting, you know, that's Mantilla, uh, yeah. Bobby's daughter. Uh, and Rusty's like, we, we never, we never, you know, yo uh, mm-hmm. you know, very cute. He doesn't believe it. No. You know? No. Uh, and they're like, well, yeah, that, that would be weird, you know. Uh, and the whole, what about this thing about us being related to each other? You hear about like, that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know? And then I love them both having second thoughts. Uh-huh. He's like, then again, you know, my dad did get around. He did your mom. So, and then we cut to the elevator door opening with Monarch strangling him. Yeah. Uh, here for calling his his mom loose uh-huh. uh, for having sex with Jonas. With Jonas, yeah. Uh, but yeah. they're interrupted. You know, hatred and helper get in the elevator. Uh, you know, helper has a shotgun, and Rusty's like, yeah. "Oh, you you've been waiting for this all day, haven't you?" And he cocks yeah. his shotgun. I love helper. I like to, I like. Uh, Hatred getting in the elevator too and not realizing the elevators had worked this whole time. Like there's just a pass through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they get to the lab and it's time to start taking out these uh, speakers. But they didn't. The scene is so horrific. Oh, God. I love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all of these superconductor magnets or whatever are it, still active. The, the yeah. comedy timing of it is great because yeah. the, in the elevator, like Rusty lays out, he's like short controlled bo- burst, then duck into the elevator to reload. Mm-hmm. We only have one shot at this people. Like he's giving the the speech. And then as soon as they open it and shoot, the electromagnets tear them all apart. Like yeah. <laughs> rip them open. Start, uh, Hadrid shits his pants. <laughs> like they're all, all the blood vessels in their eyes burst. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's so good. <laughs> they're just being like ripped up in the air. Um, the, like the, the, the armor, like the 21's armor is ripped off. Uh, Mar mm-hmm. tries to free himself. Uh, like he tries to put, you know, pull himself to freedom with the grappling hook, but it just rips the suit of armor off of his body. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, yeah. they just escape into the vents. Like we're not going to shoot these things one by one. Fuck. No, no, there's, there, there's, there's no way. Like the, like yeah. the, and the guns were yanked out of their hands. Yeah. Immediately. Like, they're metal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so back in coma town. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is where Russian Gajovich is talking to the dolls, trying to convince them to enter a life of prostitution. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hank learned one thing about Russians between <laughs> that first, <laughs> like that first episode. Yeah. Um, so, because coma town uh, is whatever your 70s sci-fi movie is. Uh-huh. Orpheus flies up and he's in a Zardoz head. Yeah. Dressed up as Sean Connery's character. He's dressed up as Zed. He's got the red diaper yeah. and the long hair. It's so it's good. Yeah. Just me clapping like a seal when this happens. I, yeah. I love the idea of Orpheus's version of Comatown being Zardoz. Yeah. Like everybody having a generational, like everyone has a Zardoz or a uh, you know a Star Wars yeah or a, you know those things well, that's and, great. And, it, and it's and it's perfect when uh, when Dean shows back up he's he, yeah. he's a Treyu again from yeah, his he's... from his coma fantasy yeah never ending story <laughs> like like they were going to do a couple episodes in Coma Town uh-huh. uh huh and everyone was going to get into Coma Town they talk mm-hmm. about Brock and Doc yeah going in there to chase him I would have loved to have seen their oh yeah movie reference their their, their touch know? points yeah. yeah. Um, and so Ken comes down dressed as, as Zed, um, and, uh, Hank's like, why are you dressed as, dressed like Borat? <laughs> Borat who wears that diaper. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, Hank's not going to go back with them. He's like, no. you know, there's nothing for me to return to, Yeah, you know? And Orpheus says like, no, it's your brother's regret that drove us here. Yeah. You know, that, like, that and Jefferson's car, but like he cared about you enough for this. Yeah. Like there's, the, yeah. The, the, there's a reason for you to go back. Like your, your brother still loves you. Yeah. You know, like you still have, you still have family. Um, and we cut to the real world. Like all this action is happening in coma town, you know, while, uh, Jefferson is touching, uh, Hank's body and Orpheus is, is like statue version. And Dean is just playing like, Oh, Jefferson is this link or whatever. And just, it's just real awkward. Right. And yeah. then, uh, just after a beat, Bobby says, uh, Oh, I- I'm not your mother, by the way. And yeah. he says, Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. He remembers. I love it. The, um, so uh, back in Mantilla's apartment, Dr. and Mrs. the Monarch rants at Mantilla about how stupid her plan is. Uh, and Mantilla lays it out like, this is ridiculous. You just became, kept becoming second fiddle to these incompetent, shitty men. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't we team up? Like, why was never, it was never my turn? Mm-hmm. You know, we can do this. We can poach the guild roster. I did that with some apps, Yeah, you know, and illusions. We could take over the world. Yeah. You know, and Dr. Mrs. the Monarch explained something. This is the one little thing in this, this movie I find a little bit unsatisfying is that for the entire series, I've basically been like the Monarch fucking sucks. And Dr. Mrs. The Monarch is too good for him. Yes. That is addressed, but not resolved mm-hmm. or not uh, in a satisfying way. It's talked about like Dr. Mrs. Yeah. The Monarch says, you know, my life has problems, but I don't need to be rescued from it. Yeah. I have a choice of where to be. That's true and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still is under motivated given how one note the Monarch is, yes. you know, and how shitty he is to her. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of hoping when this happened for her to be like, yeah, and this mm-hmm. end with them breaking up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't like Dr. Mrs. The Monarch and the Monarch together. Yeah. And out of this movie, the big plot reveals of how the Monarch relates to everyone I like, mm-hmm. the Montar- Monarch content in it is my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. Them testing out the new suits, all that stuff just feels like standard Venture Brothers. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's batting on the same level as the rest of the movie to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a real high average for it to fall below. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Debbie's like, you know, that's that's great for you. I never got a chance to choose my own life. You know, my mother did. Yeah. Uh and she's like, Oh, and that's why you slept with Rusty. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like the delivery that's so good. Yeah. Just Ooh, like, just, no. Just uh, c- completely out of the question. Never yeah. d- never never yeah. was anything. Right. Nobody wants to fuck Rusty. He's he's got one canonical. Yeah. Him. yeah. Um, and what uh, w- w- <laughs> the, the reason like why she was even uh, like associated with him at all was that they went to Rusty and uh, it, Rusty took her her mom's took Bobby's invisibility and gave, you know, and passed it down, pa- pa- passed yeah. it down to her um, in exchange for dot 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 some stuff that I wasn't planning on using. She says, yes. Yeah. yeah. So which uh, you, you put together. Um, she broke up with the monarch because her mom forbade her from dating a villain. You know, her mm-hmm. mom had a bad experience with that. Uh, and he knows they're in trouble, you know, yeah. uh, Dr. And Mrs. The monarch is like, Oh shit. You know, your mom was Madame Majeure, mm-hmm. you know, that means you're the rightful heir to the guild. Uh, you know, and I love this, uh, Daisy kneeling and being like, I bow to the rightful <laughs> Lord of the guild. <laughs> And Dr. Mrs. Mark immediately shut up. Yeah, that is, not that's how this is, that is too stupid. Uh, yeah. And this, the horse getting up from a chair and kneeling is also uh-huh. just great visual. So <laughs> fucking horses, man. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mrs. Mark says, okay, this is how this is what I'm going to offer you. It's my final offer. Listen up. Uh, mm. I'm going to save you from the guild in the OSI. Uh, you have to bring the building down and save the monarch. You know, don't yeah. listen to that fucking horse. <laughs> and yeah. Red Death, he just puts his foot in his mouth or his foot in his mouth. Seriously, yeah. I need to shut my mouth. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Debbie is like, mm-hmm, yeah, I knew that wasn't going to fly. fly. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so Debbie unties Dr. the Mrs. the Monarch and deactivates all the speakers. Yes. Uh, so up in the tower, the music stops and they're like, <laughs> oh, we're floating. That's good. And Rusty's like, no, that that's bad. Uh-huh. We're in free fall. Uh, we're not in space. Yeah, like, it's it's not just you're in space or out of space, and you're and you're floating or not. Like yes. the, the the things we're are canceling out. Yeah. yeah, this is no good. Yeah. Uh, Twenty one says, "Well, let's you know float up to the hangar. We don't know really where it is, but like we can just go up." Yes, you know, uh, they have five minutes. They climb up. Something I think is, and they talk about this in the commentary. I think this is a bit of an error. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get up to the top, and Doctor or Hatred uh, lights a match to see where they are. And they show a big mechanical clown face mm-hmm. and they scream. It is only there for like a fraction of a fraction of a second. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea I could what not the make fuck it I out. was saying. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I had to pause it and rewind mm-hmm. and try to catch on freeze frame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's a very satisfying answer. Oh, oh, like, oh no. I love it. I'm so I, it's happy. Great. But yeah. It's great. It's not a good reveal. It's no. not a good tease, I guess. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think they say in the commentary, like, oh, they're just screaming at colors. Yes. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so Hank is talking to Orpheus about how, you know, he can't leave here. He can't abandon all of his alter egos. And Orpheus gives one of his like many actually pretty, you know, touching speeches. Yeah. Uh, you know, he says, you don't need them anymore. They aren't you anymore. Yeah. You know, you'll carry them with you always, but their time has passed. Like a a child gets rid of a diaper. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, oh. and it's, it's true, right? Like the, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a relic of a different you, you know, and uh, it's very, it's, it's very sweet. Uh, th- this is also uh, something. So in the full season eight, uh, the altars mm-hmm. were re- going to be revealed to be ghosts of yeah, previous past deaths. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that um, were haunting them. Hence bringing, uh, <laughs> which the idea came from the famous line. love the, love the line. Uh, it's like he's channeling dead, crazy people. Yes. Uh, he would literally be channeling dead, crazy people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That were also him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean is, is, uh, talking to Bobby playing with this, uh, this monkey. This is probably a reference to something, but I couldn't figure out yeah, what it was, yeah. uh, touches Hank's chest, which gets him into the, uh, the astral realm. Yes. And he gets sent into coma town, falling out as a Treyu. Uh, <laughs> the altars start beating him up. And then Hank comes up and, and rescues them. I love it because, because prime Hank, like he's come yeah. to terms. All the, the altars, like, no, they're still no. on a revenge quest. So they're yeah. going to beat the shit out of them. And, and yeah. then prime Hank has to apologize saying, hey, sorry about that. Still some residual anger, anger there. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and they fly away in the Zardoz head. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the boys reunite. They come out of the shelter. Uh, I love uh, Hank. Did Pop come too? Oh, he had a thing. Brock? You guys bring Brock? <laughs> a little bit of a meta joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to that. Yeah. You know, um, the, uh, so an air raid, air raid siren goes off. The tower is coming by, down nearby mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, we, the uh, OSI is trained their guns on the tower. They're about to destroy it. But what pops out but Ventronic? Hey, remember uh, Ventronic, everybody? You don't. <laughs> from the Lepidopterist. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, one of the, the music, which is not uh-huh. used very often, comes back. Yep. I love this. Like, God, it, it's God. the theme shit that happens in this is so good. Uh-huh. Just like, you know, Venture Brother teaming, Venture Brothers teaming up with his two enemies, like him and his henchmen mm-hmm. teaming up against his arch enemy with his henchmen yeah. uh, to save the day in a literal Voltron mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like that, like this really is just uh, like to, to me, this feels great because I can see the process like, okay, we've mm-hmm. written ourselves into the situation, like looking back at all the toys, which we never put away. Right. Yeah. Looking back at all the toys. Well, where would Ventronic be? Well, I mean, we, they probably could call Sally, but like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like they could yeah. just, th- it could just be in the tower so they find yeah, it there why not cool yeah yeah it, it's very good uh they mm-hmm. talk about this also in the commentary where they talk about how they had kind of plans to do the movie in different ways and then decided to like make it for the fans mm-hmm. and like you know anybody who has listened to to our body of work knows that we can resent things that are like for the fans like we don't want mm-hmm. to be serviced you know yeah, yeah. this is a rare instance where it feels pretty good it comes partly because of, it's done really well and partly because it's a series that's super important to me mm-hmm. uh, and it all feels very organic. Like nothing just feels like uh, The Force Awakens or whatever, like characters right. just standing around reciting lines that we're familiar with. Yeah. It's also like a like a pretty a, a pretty distant reach. Yes. Too, you know, yeah. and, and it's a good solution to the problem. Um, yes. And like there are good jokes inherent in this. Uh, which is, you know, they 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 go. Ventronic red is go. Ventronic blue is go. And then the monarch who is who is stuck in uh, in the the, the clown arm in, yeah. in Ned's chair. It's like I'm not going to say the fucking phrase. Yeah, like uh, you know, and just it doesn't do it. None of his things do anything. He's just playing uh-huh. with the busy board. It's yeah. real cute. And yeah. I love Brock being like, I remember that fucking thing. <laughs> it's so good. I I was inconsolable when this happened when I was first watching this, Gary. I, I was just like. Yeah. Big, ah. big smile on my face like it's yeah. great uh <laughs> ventronic tries to grab the tower uh to slow it down misses at first and then gets it 
yes. uh, there. Uh, the monarch squeezes the toy and his arm detaches and flies down. This is going to be important. Yes. Uh, there. Yeah. Um, Hunter says, you know what? Let's give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, let's not shoot down the tower. They use the hover quarters and grapple guns to try to help slow it down. Yes. And together, you know, very poetically, they land it right where the venture compound used to be. Yes, it it lands fully intact right where the main building was behind the uh, the Rusty and Jonah statue. Right. Yep. You know the blood vessel pulls up, um, and then the clown head uh, that uh, detached that has the mark and it falls and then lands. Uh, it dings against the statue, and Malcolm uh, and uh, uh, the monarch falls out. Yeah. Um, and right in time and right in the place for the statue to fall over straight onto him with with Jonah's venture puncturing him with his pointer finger yes you know pointing him uh 21 calls for a doctor they're looking at everyone's horrified there's a serious injury yeah you know um he asked what hank and dean are doing there uh <laughs> dean <laughs> says love. if we were home right now home wouldn't, home wouldn't be. be great line uh great line uh they all lift the statue off and notice that the you know it actually punctured clean through the monarch yeah, you know? straight through his liver. Yeah, yep, through his liver. Uh, Doctor Orpheus is like, I can get a liver. Uh, warps away to get a liver from one of Monarch's other dimensional selves. Uh, <laughs> I would also have watched an episode that was that. Yep, uh, <laughs> Doctor Orpheus liver <laughs> hunter. Like, yeah, going through different the multiverse, searching uh-huh. for livers. I love it. <laughs> While he's yeah. away, we get resolution on the vampire plotline. Yeah. Um, Dean kind of comes clean, you know, begs Jefferson, hey, don't kill me, please, and reveals his bite. And Jefferson's like, wait a minute. No, you just got nicked by my by by my necklace, by my fang necklace when I tackled you. And this is when he says, always got to make it about you. Yeah, really good. (laughs) Uh, You know, good, good meta, you know, category. Put Dean a little bit in his place as much as I love my little Deanie, Deanie, Jimmy Dean sausage. Um, Orvius reemerges with a liver, but the time shift has caused it to invert. Yeah. Uh, it's super gross. So it's, it's this inside out liver that's just all blood vessel. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's also huge. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's too wide for a monarch's torso. Oh, man. Um, but livers are so big anyway. No, livers yeah. are. Like, I know livers are big, but like yeah. this wouldn't fit in his torso. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a it's like the size of like a beach ball. <laughs> um, ben speeds up in the van saying he can help him. I'm really yeah. glad they established Ben still being there. Yes. They originally just planned to have this be his first appearance, which is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can use Ben. You've yeah. got a Ben. It's great. Uh, incredible commentary moment coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch and Debbie are in the watch and ward command center uh erasing records that would incriminate them mm-hmm. uh you know the idea is debbie gets a clean sh- slate and can join the peril partnership right uh she debbie picks up a drink and dr mrs the monarch says don't drink from that you know mm-hmm. when guys start getting comfortable somewhere they always start peeing in bottles uh and then on the commentary doc hammer's like oh you know this was the astro base and i'm like okay fair uh-huh. you know yeah. and he's like how many times i drink my own piss uh-huh. uh and then like you know Jackson's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, those like, were the days, right? Those are the days. He's like, no, 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 it's happened recently. Yeah. How done- <laughs> recently do you think I've done this? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Jackson says, what? And he goes, well, I was a paraplegic dude. I was, and then <laughs> they dropped that whole thing in well, the middle of the, the first, yeah. it's the first reveal of it in the commentary. Uh-huh. Like I knew before this, but like, yeah incredible but, moment like yeah. holy shit <laughs> but, but, but he also says i didn't pee in the thing that i got to pee in yes he still used a bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah he didn't use that weird little plastic like nothing is shaped like that uh-huh you know <laughs> that the weird urine collector thing yeah but just like multiple times drinking from it is fucking insane yeah like if i i have pissed in a bottle uh-huh 
before. Fact, you're only, only human. Yeah. Only human. I've done it in cars. I've done it in, when it's convenient to go to the bathroom. I have done it when a bathroom is being showered or shit in and I have to pee mm-hmm. worse than anything. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Can't always Never go outside. Be, yeah. Here's the thing, though. When I reach for a beverage, I know what's in it. You never, you, uh, you, you never, you never picked up what you thought was a glass of water and it was like a glass of orange juice and it shocked you. No. Okay. I, I know what's in a, in a beverage. Okay. Uh, using my senses. I either use my eyes. I just, or my you, nose. You're, no, you're, you're just, you're just reaching over. I, I don't know. I no. just, uh, yeah, I, I've, I, I have had that happen. I am often rocking the three, the three Bev lifestyle. I've got my water okay. bottle here. I have your a urine bottle uh, and your orange juice bottle. And, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> piss bucket and my shit bucket. I've got, I've yeah. got, I've got, I've got water. I have a pop and then I have a coffee cup. <laughs> okay okay and uh there's a chance i could reach for one and uh, uh just uh get, get something I, I don't want which is why i don't keep pee in bottles it's a great reason not to keep pee in bottles i yeah. i don't drink a wide I've, variety of beverages to be fair mm-hmm. like i basically just drink coffee and water yeah like yeah. almost exclusively mm-hmm. um, now, now um i i have accidentally drank out of drink out of a dip bottle dip spit bottle I, so when i was young uh my mom and dad would put cigarettes out in Coke bottles and mm-hmm. I've accidentally drank out of those. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that is, terrible. that is a, that's, that's a sense memory I have kept from when I'm like six. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very specific, like every moment of, I remember. Oh yeah. So yeah. traumatic, but it stopped me from doing that. of just being like, Oh, an open container with drink mm-hmm. that's just out. is it's probably a, it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, this was here before mm-hmm. I got here. I don't know. It's provenance. Yeah. I don't need to drink it. Yep. Whereas Docs is heading here fucking doing the, the yellow sip. <laughs> like nonstop. Yeah. It's incredible. Like I just like, mm-hmm. and then I like, I love this, this whiplash of hearing this in the commentary being like, oh man, that's fucking gross. And then be like, yeah, man, I was paraplegic. I would, yeah. and he's okay. like, what, what? Like, oh, that's okay. Then I can't be mad at you for drinking your own piss, but ah, it's like, it, it's, it's like you're I'm going to drop it. Me. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that, that just sounds like two horrible things that happened. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it absolutely threw me for a loop. Yeah. Uh, but it is well observed. Mm-hmm. A bunch of guys get comfortable. They do start pissing and stuff. They do. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so the computer chimes, you know, all this time yeah. they've been waiting for the, uh, for the DNA results to process. Uh, and they print out and we get a little watch and ward. Uh, they're, they're, they're invisible while all this is happening. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Mr. Monarch and, uh, Mantilla, um, and, uh, uh, the watch and ward look in and they, they, they see the printout just kind of like floating around apparently. And they say, ah, it's the phantom of the guild. We've seen it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, they get the charts, the DNA charts are identical. Done. Yes. done. Um, we go out to Ben's house. Uh, Rusty is doing a blood transfusion to the monarch. Yes. He survived the operation, uh, giving him blood. I love this. You know, my dad, what a dick. I mean, our dad, yeah. uh, for this, yeah. you know, and, uh, Ben comes out and tells the truth about yes. Rusty and the monarch. You know, he knows this. He's the one who broke the news, uh, to Dean. Um, yep. and say like, Hey, they're not brothers or no. Somebody's like, Oh, well how, like what luck, you know, his brother yeah. happened to be here. He says, Oh, they are brothers. They're the same yeah. guy. Yeah. They're, they're uh, both clones of the original rusty. Yeah. Uh, this could have been, anyone could have walked over to his house and solved all of the major mysteries of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, it was on their property. Yeah. Um, the reason they're, they don't look the same, exactly the same is the monarch has 2% baboon DNA in order mm-hmm. to combat male pattern baldness. I warned him not to put that monkey shit in there. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Cause it uh, made but, him more aggressive. 
Yeah. So you know? yeah, just like it was just a bad experiment. So they pawned R22. Uh, so the 22nd Rusty clone um, yep. off onto that Morpho couple. Right. You know, they yeah. couldn't have a kid, you know, and <laughs> it's just the, the, the t- Rusty's taking it in stride. Like, hey, you know, where are the boys? The monarch is despondent. Yeah. You know, this person he, he like hates this. with all his being. He finds out like, oh, he's identical to him. You know, just, yeah. Uh, you. The, yeah. Yeah. But but of uh, course not. There's there's you know, just because you have the same DNA, not the same person. Yeah. 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 If you've ever met identical twins, they can be very different. Yeah. You know, um, Dr. And Mrs. The Monarch uh, comes in, you know, still invisible to talk to the monarch. And he's very upset about this, you know, and she says, you know, you're not Dr. Venture. I wouldn't have fallen in love with him. Yeah. You know, and also this is awesome. Yeah. You're a Greek myth. You're pitted in an eternal battle against the worst aspects of yourself. Yeah. Like that's fucking badass. And uh-huh. it's you know unprecedented in, in the guild. Yeah. You know, th- this this slays in yeah. terms of the the lifestyle we've chosen, the game we're all playing. Yeah. And you know, she's got that rusty dust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gets that little bit of magic rusty dust. Yeah. Uh I really like this this also this bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, just uh, missed it up a lot at the end of this when I was watching it, just you know, saying goodbye to the, these characters yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I love this the you know, Hank is out front uh you know kind of moping and ben comes out and says hey i thought you should have this it's your grandpa's old watch yeah you know uh venture blue uh dial here two time zones uh you know what those are those are compliment complications what they're called yeah Uh, that's what makes a watch special more complications the more valuable yeah uh and the inscription on the back has you know and it's in latin it says choose your family yes um and kind of gives a you know just gives something that is that that is true but also is a good uh is you know it's a it's a good send-off it's a good you know good wrap-up you know choose your family and remember that complications make it special right yeah uh you know it's coming from jonas senior who is a monster but also did do this he, you know, yeah, he surrounded he himself with with a crew of mm-hmm. people. You know, we don't know very much about, you know, great, great grandpa mm-hmm. uh, of this, but he also did this thing. This is a venture family thing. Yes. You make a crew. Uh, Rusty did it. You know, mm-hmm. he's got Billy and Pete, Dr. Orpheus, Orpheus and stuff, and the boys will do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they get they get their Dermot, they get their Triana, they're getting their smaller crew and stuff. They're making yeah. families, mm-hmm. you know, for themselves. And this feels very much like this final scene when it shows them in the, you know, all lounging in this living room talking feels very much like a family. It feels like, like Thanksgiving, like after, after food. Yeah. After food before the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Dean asked Rusty who his mom is and Rusty's like, all you need to know is that the person who gave birth to you loves you very much. Yeah. Uh, great little line here. (laughs) Uh, you know, it has to be uh, undercut. Of course, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch pulls down his pants and we get to see his dong. Mm -hmm. Not the first Um, time. No, but I mean, it's, it's every time is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so this moment of triumph, out comes the monarch who is clinging to his IV pole. Um, yeah. He has taken his blood and drawn his logo on the bandages around his abdomen. And he's yeah. just barely able to get out, you know, feel the sting of the mighty monarch. Yeah. And this is where we get the title line. Mark yeah. my words. I will get you, Dr. Venture. You can't hide from the villainous wrath of your better self. I am radiant and vitalized as he is the weakest he's ever been. I am radiant yeah. and vitalized by the blood of the ferocious baboon. Now somebody call me an Uber. <laughs> I, I, I really like that that ended up tying in as well. The title uh-huh. uh, ended up tying in as well as it did. Because if you remember, uh, 
season seven, these titles made no fucking sense. Right. They're all like the, the that's where they started doing the, the big, the, 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 the enamorata protocol or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Got nonsense. You know, uh, I love this. Uh, uh, Rusty's been like, Brock, you could do something about that. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just going to call him an Uber mm-hmm. uh, there. And 21, you know, calls him pwned yes. uh, at this point. Uh, you know, starting where, where we began, like it, it can continue Yeah, you know, in our imaginations and, and what have you, mm-hmm. uh, this, this conflict, all these questions are answered. It has no real dramatic reason to continue, mm-hmm. but it, it can, yeah. it's not ending with a finality of everyone dying or anything stupid like that. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Hey, there's a new status quo here. You know, there's a new status yeah. quo, but it's a, it's a sustainable status quo. Everybody's kind of set in this direction. Right. Yes. You know, uh, just uh, the, 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 the boys are on the path to reconciling, you know, yep. the fam, the family's together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's got complications, but it's, it's, they all love each other. Yeah. You know, uh, we get a post-credit scene here. It's the mommy uh, bomb, here. baby. <laughs> yeah. The mommy bomb, uh, rusty in the eighties. Uh, in his lab, he's designing uh, this toddler variant of the hover bike with a giraffe. That's why it's got those <laughs> weird shapes. It yeah. had like a little cartoon giraffe on it. Uh-huh. Uh, Helper is tripping a little lullaby while rocking a cradle. Rusty's watch beeps. He says it's time to wake the boys. He turns around. He's wearing an artificial womb. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Death Stranding like baby pod strapped to the yes. front of him. Yeah. Uh, and you know he, he looks down and says, "Are you ready to meet the Venture Brothers?" And we see yeah. the we see the boys' fetuses floating there, and they reach out and they do the Go Team Venture sign. Yeah, and that's the last thing you see. Yeah, it's it's could be saccharin. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is doing a lot of things that I don't like when they're not phenomenally well earned. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I feel like this is, that's what this is. It's phenomenally it's, well-earned. Yeah. I have such a deep investment in the show. The show went on for so long. A lot of people put their lives into it. So much of Jack and, you know, Jackson and Doc are in this, obviously. Mm-hmm. You can get away with this kind of sentimentality. What it reminds me of is the the wink at the end of Blood and Wine. Oh, yeah. In yeah. The Witcher, which is another similar moment that would make me roll my eyes if it wasn't earned. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like, and I'm, exceedingly sensitive to this kind of bullshit when it's not earned. Yes. Like think about the waff on Arya of sorrow when we're going to go fight Dracula. And it's like, we can only do this because of the the people we met along the way. I hope I have the support of all my friends, you know, the merchant and what's her name, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the various people you ran to and said two words to, Yeah, this isn't that we've spent so long with these characters. They have so much development and so mm-hmm. much depth that we get to be a little sentimental about them. Yeah. You know, and also it's a good answer. Like it fits in like, yeah, the boys are weird. The situation is weird around everything. Like there is a technical truth and a and and an actual truth around this, yes. which is like okay, the the, the uh, their, their mother is is Debbie, right? She contributed yeah. the genetic material. That was the thing that she that she didn't have any plans to you know to to use. Yeah. right. Yeah. Um, you know, Donate your pussy to science. Yes, yeah. Um, and, um, uh, uh, just like Rusty wouldn't have like consummated with anybody and had a kid and like, he couldn't maintain the relationship long enough to, uh, like have the mother stick around and have the kids end up with him. Right. Yeah. Just not the, not, not the person that he is. They were conceived in super science as an experiment. Right. It just like, like this issue circles around and make, you know, and and makes sense. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Like it, it is a perfect ending for it. And then you get to all of this uh, beautiful little like, you know, the Venture Brothers. Well, mm-hmm. it starts off, you know, it's about Hank and Dean. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the season, we're like, oh, shit. Uh, you know, Rusty has a brother. 
Mm-hmm. It's the Venture Brothers. It's JJ and Rusty. Mm-hmm. And then now we're at the end. It's like, oh shit! It's the Venture Brothers. It's the Monarch and Doctor uh-huh. Venture. You know, like it's all Venture Brothers all the way down. Yeah. As a thing, it's just it's very beautiful. It doesn't. Uh, there's a real special gift that comes with a long running series getting a chance to wrap up. Yeah. You know, like this, I talk about all the time, but the Deadwood movie made me feel mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. Um, it's just like, wow, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. You know, God, good for them. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was a high wire act. Um, yep. even just getting to this point, you know, you had one chance to do a very improbable thing. Uh, yes. you could have disappointed me. I'm so invested in this, but you, you landed it. That is the, 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 the that is special. That is a miracle. Yeah. That is rare. Yeah. Very special. Uh, it, you know, yeah. I just, uh, it, it's heartening, mm-hmm. you know, very, very heartening. Yeah. Love it. Uh, it's the thing where, um, I would obviously take more Venture Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, but it's because I want to see these weird fucking situations, right? Yeah. Like I want to see, uh, Billy and Colonel Gentleman team up and do John Wick shit. Misha. I want, you know, that's why I want that. Mm-hmm. It's not because I feel like it has dramatic things left unhanging. The possible exception of Dr. Mrs. The Monarch still being with the Monarch. Yeah, you know yeah. the monarch having his explanation for being, you know, having this aggressive DNA, mm-hmm. you know, and being tied into the self hatred. Yeah, thing yeah. really works for me. I still don't really understand why she stays with him. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's just going to be a difference in brains, though. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 guys who made it get it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's literally the only thing that, to me that is dramatically unsatisfying. Like I might have wanted yeah. to see. You know, they they had a scene originally in this where it would have been like Wide Whale and Saint Cloud. Mm-hmm. Tell me that wouldn't have been fun to see. Yeah. You know, of course it would have, but it it's not unnecessary. Yeah. You know, would, would love to get more Serena. Love, you know, love to see yep. how that, how that sorts out. You talked about Sally. Yeah. What the fuck happened to Sally? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd love it's, to know, but it's just, it's, it, 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 it's such a big world with so many movers and shakers and so much, you know, potential incident. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I forget if this was from the, uh, from the Hodgman and friends or if it was from the Q and a commentary, um, but, uh, them talking about like, yeah, you know, we just, we don't, we're, we're not around each other. We live on opposite coasts, right? Yeah. Uh, Jack, Jackson and Doc, you know, they still talk, you know, they still, you know, do all this. And when they're talking, like they're talking in the characters' voices and they're pitching stories and talking about like, what would, what, what would, uh, you know, Rusty be doing, you know, with this or anything there? Like it is still a part of the way they communicate because it's the way they've communicated for so long. Right. And just, you know, the fact that they're doing it and the fact that I, you know, can think about this too. Like, I don't know, like just this is, this is wrapped up and concluded, but like, it still does belong to all of us. Yeah. 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 It is. uh, It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening and thank you for your patience. Yes. Uh, while we, uh, waited for this to come out and then also waited for the strike to end. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was worth the wait. Yeah, I think so. Very satisfied with this. I will watch this again. Uh, Mm -hmm. It belongs in any kind of series rewatch, which I'll also definitely do, uh, you know, in in my life. I have more watches of the Venture Brothers than me, which is rare for once we cover something like this. Yeah, no. You know, in uh, in a show, I'm usually like, okay, I I said goodbye to it. You know, we've done this deep dive. I just rewatched the Venture Brothers not too long ago. Yeah. You know, with my wife. Like, it it is, it is an all timer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Um, if you're just an orb listener, uh, mm-hmm. there's new stuff happening on the network. Uh, you know, we did start up uh, best quality vacuum talking about breaking bad kind of took the show's uh, place that is mm-hmm. uh, returning as well. 
Um, or, you know, it's a, it's a, it's back baby. So go and check that out. If you had been waiting or hesitating around it. Also a new show in the time since, uh, uh, orb ended its regular run. Uh, we are going to be starting up around this time here shortly. Real lich hours, uh, which yes. is a premium show talking about Baldur's gate three, the uh, computer RPG that has taken the world by storm. Um, and yeah, we'd love to have you over there to, uh, to, to listen to that. Yeah, there's a vampire in it that's so hot and horny that it made CNN. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I also get to debut my character, Country Astarion, which I have been cracking live up with. Uh, so, um, yeah, and you can yeah. you know hear hear me be uncharacteristically and uh, unironically horny for Carlac. So there yeah, we go, best girl, yeah. best girl. Yeah, like I mean, I you know uncharacteristically, a big demon muscle mommy wants to like fucking carry me into bed like a baby yeah. mm-hmm. Wh- who am i to argue yeah no, no you know I, I have no power i mean that's <laughs> even though i did want to argue i can't oh no it's like oh. when the cats turn over on their back and uh-huh. just go, oh i hope nobody plays with me i hope nobody gets my belly yeah oh jeez. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, so yeah. um lots of uh just a lot lots of cool stuff happening uh, it is sad to say goodbye to this, but there is, you know, we're still around just because Venture yeah. Brothers. And, uh, yeah, we didn't die. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, again, who knows what the future brings? Yep. You know, what happens if somehow this gets turned into something else? Yeah, they re- yeah. revitalize or something. We might be back. Yeah. If there's uh, a if there's a season eight on Hulu or something like that, then you know, we'll we'll talk. Yeah. 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 Hopefully they don't do the arrested development thing. Hopefully. Like, yeah. Let's do it, but let's just make it absolute dog shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think we'll do that. No, no. Um yeah, so thanks everybody. We appreciate you. Uh, and until next time, go team venture, go team venture. <laughs> <laughs>